0: Welcome to Magic with Gadgets brought to you by RecipeThis.com I am Samantha your host and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking Well, I've got absolutely amazing news to share with you today. It's something that I thought to myself, no, this is never going to happen to me. Well, it is. And I have to say that me and Dominic are making an air fryer cookbook. It's going to be our first. And I say me and Dominic, but technically it's me and Dominic, Sophia and George at the kids are heavily involved in the recipe testing phase and as well as that we've got a massive team behind us as well so it feels like a wonderful joint effort and I just can't believe it's happening and I wanted to share it with you as soon as it was official and it was official uh, not long before Christmas So we've had the Christmas holidays to do a bit of cooking and to get our head around the plan of how the cookbook's going to look and everything. And then we just wanted to jump on board on the Magic with Gadgets podcast and tell you all about it. Well, first, you're probably wondering, well, how long have exactly we been air frying to be bringing out an air fry cookbook? Well, we started air frying in 2012, it's now 2023, so this makes it our 11th year of air frying. When we first got an air fryer, there was just a very basic Philips air fryer available. It was the smaller one, not big enough to cook a whole chicken in unfortunately, but it was still brilliant and it made us fall in love with the air technology and how you could crisp food up in the air fryer. And we started off uh, with some frozen chicken strips and then it went from there to homemade chips, homemade fish and chips and we made cakes in there. There There's just so many different recipes we did in there at first when we first got it. Oh, yes. And I remember doing quiche and I think I'd overfilled it so we ended up with some of the batter in the bottom of the air fryer and it needed a good scrubbing Um, but there was a few little errors along the way like uh Dominic doing battered fish in there and oh my god the mess <laughs> it was horrendous but now we stick to breaded fish in the air fryer and it's absolutely delicious so with regards to the cookbook, we're planning on bringing it out in September, fingers crossed. And the whole point of our cookbook is not only our 10 years or 11 years now, sorry, air frying. I forget it's a new year and on 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 year 11 now. I keep staying 10. Um, but what's most important here is that... Um, What we've actually hated as air fryer users ourselves is there's never actually been a quality air fryer cookbook on the market in the UK or even an international one. I've been sent numerous US ones um, over. I can't understand half the ingredients or I do not believe a British person could. And of course, there's the metric versus imperial problem. Well, we've worked tirelessly to make sure that it's suitable for both metric and imperial. We've got a mixture of grams and liters going on. We've got ounces, we've got cups, we've got plenty of tablespoons and teaspoons, which I like the most because with the tablespoons, it's very easy because then you're not cluttering up the page saying, um, this is so-and-so um, or it, you might know it as, you know, so it makes the US uh, or versus UK thing easy to read when it's on the on the page. We're also doing it so that when it's called a different food item in different countries, then both of them are covered in the cookbook. So you're not a British person thinking what on earth is a zucchini Or an American person thinking what on earth is a courgette because they're well explained. We're also looking at bringing out a cookbook uh, that explains things properly and is your everyday cookbook. So forget recipes that you would never make. These are everyday recipes. Many of them are actually family recipes that we've actually converted to kitchen gadgets and then shared with you the story behind those recipes I mean I've got my grandma's baking in there my aunt's baking in there uh, my granddad's uh, fish recipes because he was a fisherman so there's a lot of mix and match there of great things in there and it's taken a while it's taken a lot of uh to in and fro to decide on the recipes because you forget how much detail goes into that. I mean you start off with roughly a hundred recipes. And before you know it, you've changed out several. Some don't work in some air fryer brands and then you've kind of whittled it down to a suitable amount. But we've actually gone up because we kind of started on 101 recipes and now we're kind of at 120 plus. And of course, most of them are going to have photos Um, some of them haven't but this is not because I've thought right I don't want to do a photo it's because some of our recipes are so easy they don't take up a full page in a cookbook so then I've said to the publisher right can we fit in this similar recipe here on the same page and I've got the go ahead to do that so there's a few recipes without photos but I would say that 90% of them are going to include a photo And of course, we're going to have lots and lots of different chapters for different types of food in there. So don't worry if you want breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever, it's all covered in there. And we've also gone towards the beginner element. So there's plenty of recipes for when you're getting started with the air fryer. And ones you've probably missed if you've been, say, air frying for a few months and you thought to yourself... Oh, I hadn't thought about cooking that in the air fry. I'm going to try this next. It's kind of got that about it. For example, um, we've got a big team that's testing our air fry recipes. I've also got a lovely lady called Angela. She lives in the US. And what she's doing is making sure that the recipes are suitable for both the UK and the US market. So she's going through these recipes, reading the chapters of the cookbook and saying, all right, hang on a minute, you need to add this or uh, that's understood properly, etc. And one thing she kept saying was, oh, I've never thought that you could cook this in the air fryer. I didn't know you could cook that in the air fryer. And I think she's been air frying for a couple of years now. So it's nice to see that there's a variety there if you have been air frying for a bit. And best of all, because we're still early on in the recipe development, we've still got seven pages of recipes still to be decided. That means that you can still have your say. So if you head over to recipethis.com and search for cookbook, you can actually get in contact with us there and request recipes to be featured in the cookbook. So if you've got something that's your favourite that you would love adding to the cookbook, maybe it's a favourite from Recipe This, then note that you can add it in. And of course, we're going for a lovely quality air fry cookbook. But of course, uh, the way I would describe it is uncomplicated. Easy recipes that anybody can do and they're perfect for everyone. We have quite a few readers um that are elderly and for example they can't stand on their feet for long because of the different ailments they've got and they just want something quick that they can dump in the air fryer we've also got readers that are mums and again on a busy weeknight they just want something they can dump in the air fryer that the kids will eat that takes the stress out of deciding what's for dinner And then, of course, there's people like me that just love cooking. And, you know, you get to cook different foods in the air fryer every day. And there's so much variety and so much choice. And we've also got special diets taken into account. So there's a chapter just dedicated to vegan and vegetarian cooking. We've got plenty that fall under gluten free. We've got loads that are Whole30, we've got plenty that are Paleo as well, Um, so if you're following any kind of diet like that, and the same goes for dairy-free as well, there's plenty to choose from. I'm currently, as I'm recording this and finishing the recipe testing, I'm currently on a round of the Whole30. So, you know, I appreciate the Paleo Whole30 healthy lifestyle style recipes. So there's plenty of those in there as well. And then what we've also done is we have actually tested it with several different air fryers. The idea here is that we've found that the cook times and temps can vary dramatically from air fryer to air fryer. I mean, um, I've had the same two air fryers for ages and the time difference is not that much different between them. I've got the Kisori air fryer and I've got the Philips air fryer. The Philips is always slightly quicker than the Casori. And I have to remind myself of this when I'm cooking boiled eggs in there because uh, I have to remember that the cassoulet is a minute longer than the Phillips. And then sometimes I get the eggs out and I'm thinking, oh my God, they're, they're slightly under. And then I remind myself that I used the wrong air fryer. And I feel really silly for it because I've had both for such a long time and I can't believe I still do that. Um, so what we've done is... Um, We've, we've tested on three different air fryers. We've got a Cassori, we've got a Philips, and we've got the Ninja, which we're using for the air fryer. And then what we've also got is I've got a chef friend of mine called Tracy, and she is testing the Tower Air Fryer. The Tower Air Fryer has a reputation for being slower cooking compared to the Philips, so because she's a chef, she's then easily able to adapt and say, oh, yes, this is, this is much slower um, kind of thing. And she's doing a lovely job. And she's coming back to me at the moment, testing the recipes that I've already done myself, and then seeing what the time and temps are like in hers and how they compare. And also making a few recipe suggestions along the way. And, of course, we also have our lovely friend Sarah. And she's testing the Nagormia air fryer, um, which is quite a large air fryer. And it's interesting how close her cook times are to our own. But it insists on a preheat, which ours don't. So I'm sure they insist on the preheat to make them a little bit faster because I think some air fryers force to preheat because they're not quite as good as the other air fryers and it just gives them a, a good kick start. And then we also have someone in, a, in the US testing them with using the Instant Vortex as well. Uh, we're also doing testings with some other ones. And as well as this, um, Tracy's mum's also testing it uh, with one of those cheap supermarket ones because they are known for being really, really slow. And it's just interesting to see how they compare, as Dominic keeps putting it, you know, which we can't write in a cookbook. You get what you pay for, basically. As in, these air fryers that are more expensive seem to be quicker at cooking and more average, whilst the supermarket cheaper ones that you get down at Aldi and Asda and places like that um, do tend to be much slower or um, I I would say about 30% longer on cook time. So when you're following news reports online that are telling you that an air fryer will half the cook time, it will half the cook time on a good air fryer. So when you're using a cheaper air fryer, then you're probably only reducing the cook time by about twenty percent. So this needs to be uh, to bear in mind, you know, when you're actually thinking about how you're using your air fryer. You know, it's all about the quality of the air fryers. Just like you can tell the difference when you put quality ingredients when you're cooking. It's just the same thing. And, you know, it's just the way it goes when you're actually using an air fryer. And if you head over to Recipe This and search for big news, you will actually find all the information about the cookbook. And, of course, you're guaranteed some cheesy photos of me there holding up a pretend cookbook with Dominic and smiling because that's what you do when you're bringing out a cookbook. And I think it is a bit fun and enjoyable to do that kind of thing as well. And also, you can sign up um, to our advanced um, cookbook uh, list and what'll happen with that is then you'll get all the news as it happens. So, as soon as a pre sale happens, you'll get an email so that you can, uh, pre order a copy for when it comes out, which is great to do because then you're guaranteed the lowest price for it. And as well as that, you can follow along the behind the scenes of making our cookbook so you can find out, uh, um, things like behind the scenes photos of us testing the recipes when we um, go to the studio to photo the cookbook that will also be included so there's lots and lots of different things that you can get involved in and then you can kind of see your cookbook coming together because it is for you you know it's all about the recipes that you're always asking for it's about what you've asked to be featured in a cookbook you know it's a lot of your favorites as well And it's going to be great fun making it. And then you can see how it happens and how a cookbook comes together. I mean, I'm talking about a cookbook in January that's going to be available in September. So you can imagine how much work goes into it for it to actually take nine months to the point of when you'll be able to actually have it in your hand and be following along with the recipes at home. So I'm just so, so pleased for you to be enjoying this journey with us. And of course don't forget to head over to RecipeThis.com and I just wanted to say a personal thanks for all your support over the years because it means an awful lot and if it wasn't for your support and your continued readership of RecipeThis we wouldn't be in the position now where we'd be bringing out our first ever cookbook.